Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. From coast to coast, holiday travelers looking ahead to the weekend, bracing for heavy weather, even blizzard conditions in some places as they prepare to head home. National Weather Service meteorologist Brian Hurley says a low-pressure system is bearing down on the Midwest. What that's going to mean is a lot of wintry precipitation, again, north and west of that low track. So Minneapolis, a lot of snow in the forecast, um, maybe starting out as a mixture perhaps, uh, but then turning over to some decent snow. Uh, Chicago, perhaps some mixed precipitation with wind. Meanwhile, parts of Southern California trying to dry out following torrential rains and unleashed flooding across San Diego County. On Wall Street right now, stocks are lower. The Dow down about 78 points, while the S&P is off 7 points. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. Well, beginning to feel and look a lot like Christmas, and your home for the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is Wellness 1570. You could win your rent or mortgage paid for all of 2020. What would you do with all that extra cash? I think you come up with something. Become a member of the fan club at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. You can enter once a day, every day, to have more opportunities to win. It's all brought to you by Tom Matiney of New American Funding. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. Come to the Gun and Knife Show November 30th and December 1st presented by Crocodile Productions. Buy, sell, and trade new and used antique and modern firearms. Gun and Knife Show at the Brooklyn Park Armory this Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 9 to 3. Go to CrocodileProductions.com for show promotions. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. 
You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor. Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. You got to get those smoked ribs. They call it Rack Shack for a reason. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management are you sick and tired of being sick and tired if you want to be inspired get help in becoming all you can be the time is now for like it matters radio with your host mr scott v black Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I'm always honored uh, when I uh, to know people are listening, to know people spend their rare commodity called time uh, on this radio show. And this radio show matters because I want to get you thinking. I truly believe, ladies and gentlemen, that the biggest obstacle facing our America, facing our families, facing the world is our thinking. Uh, and I think we've got lazy with our thinking, lazy with our voting, uh, lazy with our belief systems. I was going to say lazy with our BS, but some of you might think it's something other than belief systems. Uh, and so uh, this show is designed to get you to think. Uh, you don't have to agree with everything. You know, when did the world change so much? that unless you agree with someone on everything, uh, you can't have a relationship with them. That is just such a destructive, what they call it now, the cancel culture. And finally, even people on the left who created this culture are starting to speak out because it's eating themselves. They've become cannibalistic. Uh, and boy, if we don't live in this politically correct world and do everything exactly the way the world tells us to, uh, then no one's going to like us and they're going to cancel us. And at some point, uh, we got to grow up. At some point, we got to put our big boy pants on, our big girl pants on. Again, uh, what would you tell your kids? This goes back to the parent in me. What would you tell your kids uh, that are four years old, five years old, uh, and someone thinks different than them? Someone's from a different country. Someone voted different. Would you tell them to spit in their food? Would you tell them to punch them in the face? Would you tell them to knock that red hat off their head? Or would you tell them to get along? Or would you tell them to be kind to them anyways? Would you tell them to, to love the foreigner or stranger? Would you tell them to maybe befriend them so that maybe you can influence them, right? Uh, we would tell our four-year-old kids this, or at least we used to tell our four-year-old kids this. 
And so part of the show is just common sense. And for whatever reason, because we're such a uncommon people and we have very little in common anymore, there doesn't seem to be much common sense. And that's why I do this radio show. That's why I spend my money. That's why I spend my time. And so I want to thank you uh, for investing your rarest of commodities that you have. The only thing you have that cannot be replaced. Uh, and that is your time. And on Tuesday, uh, you know, I, I shared a story. Uh, about the two wolves, and uh, I, I want to kind of pick up on where I, I was talking on Tuesday and actually go a little bit different with it. Uh, in case you don't know the story, uh, it's a it's a Cherokee Indian legend, and today is going to be very Native American-ish, not by choice, but just the way it worked out. And uh, if you know the story, it's about an old Cherokee, uh, and he's teaching his grandson about life. And he says, a fight is going on inside me, he said to his grandson. It's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is evil. He has anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. Some would say it's the left. No, just kidding. (laughs) The left is the one wolf. No. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside of you, my son, and inside of every other person, too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather a simple question. Grandfather, which wolf will win? And the old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. And, you know, and that's such an easy answer. But let me be honest with you. We are complex creatures. We are multidimensional creatures. Uh, you know, again, the, the human being is, is a threefold being. Uh, it's, the, it's the trinity. You know, I'm a Christian. I, I follow God of the Bible, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And unlike what a lot of Muslims believe that we believe in polytheism, you know, multi, multiple gods. No, we believe that one God with three distinct personalities, just like I am a father, I'm a son, I'm a brother, uh, I'm an ATM machine, uh, I'm a lover, I make love to my wife, uh, and I do things with my wife I would never do with my kids. I do things with my kids that I would never do with other people's kids. I do things in my class that I would never do with my wife. I mean, what's your point? You see what I'm saying? We are multidimensional beings, and you got to understand that because I teach the whole being. This is why I think I get the results I get that nobody else can get out there. Is because there's the spirit, you know, that's uh, that's eternal. And even though your body has uh, somewhere between 60 to 100 year lifespan on it, your spirit has no lifespan on it. It's eternal. Uh, And there's only two destinations. One's with God and one's away from God. And so those are the two destinations. But your spirit will be in one of those two destinations, either with God for eternity or away from God for eternity. Now, the spirit can't be seen. And then you got the mind, which we could call the soul. Uh, you know, it becomes our personality. It becomes our attitude. It, it can be experienced. In other words, you could see it. Uh, you could see it how it shows up by people's attitude. Uh, it can be heard by the way people talk to each other, respond to you. Uh, it can be felt, it should say experienced, not tactilely felt, uh, like you can feel a, a book or the body, uh, but uh, emotionally, experientially felt. And then you have the body, which is flesh, which is a carbon-based life form, which has a limited time span, which, again, can be experienced in all the things, can be seen, can be touched, can be heard, can be smelt, can be tasted, right? It's a physical entity. And so we've got to feed all three. We've got to feed all three. And today I'm going to suggest 
that it's not about feeding one wolf or the other, but it's about feeding both. See, we're, we don't just have strengths, we also have weaknesses. We're not just good sometimes, sometimes we're bad, you know. My, my, my map of reality, my frame that I look through everything is I'm a, I'm a first and foremost a, a child of the living king. Uh, I'm a, I'm a spiritual being who serves God the Father. I'm a slave to Christ. I'm an ambassador in chain. That is always my first role, uh, in this world. Everything else is filtered through that. And so, you know, Socrates had a test of three. You know, he said, uh, uh, before you say anything, is it truth? Is it goodness? Or is it usefulness? And, uh, I'm not sure if I actually can fit everything I ever do and say into that category. I like to believe I can. But, you know, the Bible tells us to redeem the day. To redeem the time. In other words, to, to live your life like it matters. And that's where the motto of our company comes from. When you live your life like it matters, it does. But in order for you to do that, you need to find value in it. See, the things that we put value on, uh, we treat differently. We treat gold much different than we treat, uh, you know, even sterling silver. But uh, fake jewelry, fake metals, right? Because we value it. You would treat a, a, a rare diamond much different than you would treat a, cu a what, cubic zirconia, right? Right? You would treat a stuffed dog a lot different than you would treat a real dog, correct? One has more value than the other unless that stuffed animal was given to you by someone who's no longer with you and the most important person in your life, and then you would value that stuffed animal because of the person that you valued who gave you that creature, right? You see my train of thought? I'm a logical guy. And so we got to realize that we have value, and so many people don't think they have value. Uh, in tomorrow's show, we're going to go through a research that they just came out. They uh, re uh, surveyed 2,000 millennials. Uh, and 80% of the millennials believe that they're not enough, that they don't have value, that they're not enough. And we're going to talk about it tomorrow. But I want you to know you're more than enough. Uh, I'm going to read you a poem. It's called You Make a Difference by Rebecca Ann Stevenson. She says, your life has so much meaning, you may not be aware of whom out there is noticing or just how many care. Those simple things you say each day that simply make you you, you make a difference in the world. I hope you know it's true. You make a difference with your smile and with your loving heart. You make a difference with your words and also with your art. You make a difference when you laugh and even when you cry. You make a difference when you cook and clean and wash and dry. You make a difference as a parent, partner, friend, or neighbor, and at your job or in your home, wherever you do labor. You're touching lives every day as only you can do. You are a blessing from above. Remember, this is true. The world needs you just as you are. There's nothing else to prove, nothing new that you must add, and nothing to remove. So keep being you and doing things in your own special way. You never know just who you'll touch tomorrow or today. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. What can, what can you, do? you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. 
And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost, it is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, Radio Life Caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And why do I do this radio show? Because you matter. Because our life matters. Because we all need encouragement. We all need to be edified. We need to be built up. That's uh, part of our role as leaders. And, uh, you know, I love hearing from listeners. And uh, I heard uh, yesterday from Patty at a Minneapolis. And uh, Patty listened to my show. I've been listening to my show for a few years. About a year ago, she uh, followed up and she decided to sign up for my training. And she went through my training and she was at a different point in life. And uh, it changed her life. Uh, and she's become a friend. And I hear from her every once in a while. And she uh, talked to me yesterday. She said, I got to tell you, man, I listened to your radio show this morning. She goes, I could not turn it off. I sat in my car for the whole hour. I could not get out of my car. She goes, you had me so mesmerized. And and she goes, you probably get tired of hearing that. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I need to hear that. I need to know that because, you know, you learn a lot about me if you care to know uh, I have many roles in life, but uh, two things you'll learn about me. Uh, I am the tangent king, and I am metaphor man. So <laughs> I can – it's all connected for me. I mean, I could talk for uh, 
for hours. My wife uh, used to tell me, she goes, uh, you know, you, you could do a two, three-day class without any notes. Uh, and when I first started doing this radio show, my biggest fear, and uh, probably a producer will laugh when he hears this, uh, was that uh, dead space. My biggest fear is I would not have enough information to fill the space. Uh, and, boy, I, 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 I'm like a nut. A nut's a nutrient-dense uh, item, and uh, I, I scrunch a lot into this uh, 50-some minutes uh, of radio show because I, I want to make it worth your while. Your time has value to you, and it should have value to me as well. And so I, I'm a tangent king. It's all connected, and that's why I could be talking about one thing and then go over here, and some people go, wow, how did he get to there from here? Uh, because it's all connected. It's not a tangent. It's all connected, so it's easy to go off on those little side streets because, to me, it's all going to the same place. And the second thing is I'm a metaphor man. If I was a superhero, uh, I would be metaphor man. Uh, and, yes, just in case you want to know, for those that watch The Incredibles, yes, metaphor man will have a cape. I know capes get people stuck. I get all that. But as my superhero metaphor man, uh, be a big old MM, double M, uh, on my chest, and a big old cape behind me. So that way when I move, it looks melodramatic. That's why I'd have a cape solely, solely for looks at all. But uh, And so why do I bring all this up? Is because we have many roles in life, right? This is why we, we are multidimensional beings. You know, for me, you know, I, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a son. Uh, I'm a lover of my wife. Uh, I'm an ATM machine. I provide a lot of money for a lot of different people. I'm a taxi cab driver. Uh, I'm a counselor, I'm a radio show host, uh, I'm a child of God, I'm a sinner, I'm a broken man, I'm a, I'm a healed man, I'm a painful man, I'm a freeing man, right? It, and some of them seem so dichotomous, and, and that's what really brought me, this is where the whole tangent thing comes in. This is what brought me to this whole concept of, you know, uh, when I was doing the story on Tuesday about the two wolves, I didn't realize how many people have built companies have built training things around the whole concept of that little uh, story from the Native American Cherokees uh, about the two wolves. And, and it, it started making me think and, and about, well, do you feed one or the other? Or do you treat both? It's just interesting. And, and what dictates that is the first question, what do you want? So you always got to know what you want. The three steps to becoming your dreams are want it, create it, live it. You first got to start with desire. Uh, even NLP, which is my mastery, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, one of my favorite sayings in NLP is uh, NLP only works in the presence of desire. In other words, if someone doesn't want change, then nothing I do is going to help them change. You got to want it. You got to desire it. That's why they say excuse me, an addict won't get help until they've hit rock bottom. And the problem is no one knows what rock bottom is because what rock bottom equates to is intense pain. And when the pain is so great that people move away from it, there you've established what rock bottom is, and it's different for different people. We all have different pain thresholds. And so you got to realize that we got to see if you want to be successful, you got to define that. So many people are, are, are unhappy in life, and a lot of people don't think they're, quote, successful enough. Or some people think they are successful, and they have no grounds to, to prove it. And so we must define success. Otherwise, if you don't have a definition for success, how will you know if you're on course or off course? Right? 
you know, for some, success might be a relationship with God. For some, it might be a pretty spouse. For some, it might be 2.5 kids. For some, it might be a healthy 401k. For some, it might be a 25-year job with a government entity so that you can retire at 45 years old. But you've got to decide for yourself, define it, what is success? And, and that's why, to me, you got to have a standard. You know, and for me, the standard is the Word of God. It, that is the standard. And, and if you don't know success, then you might come in and then mess something up that's already successful uh, and then make it worse because you, you haven't defined it. That's why when I have funny stories, I'm sure I'll offend somebody. I'm kinda, I know we live in an offensive community. With, um, everybody's so easily offended. Uh, so I, my apologies if I offend you, but it's something I got off the Internet. So it's, um, it's a story about an Indian chief and about progress. An old Indian chief sat in his hut on the reservation smoking a ceremonial pipe and eyeing two Canadian government officials sent to interview him. Chief Two Eagles asked one official, You have observed the white man for 90 years. You've seen his material wealth. You've seen his progress. You've seen his wars. Yes, the chief nodded in agreement. The official continued, Considering all these events, in your opinion, where did the white man go wrong? The chief stared at the government officials for over a minute, pondering the question, then calmly replied, When white man found the land, Indians were running it. No taxes, no debt, plenty buffalo, plenty beaver. Women did all the work, medicine man free. Indian man spent all day hunting and fishing all night with his wife. The chief leaned back and smiled. Only white man dumb enough to think he can improve on system like that. <laughs> I love that story that some of you are so easily offended by. Because, again, what is your outcome? Right? What is your outcome? Is the, I remember a story of a, a guy who took his, his son to a, a, a poor village in Mexico, wanted to teach him how wealthy he was. And they spent the summer out this poor village, and the son, you know, spent time out there with the other children and in farming lands and the rivers and doing all the things that they did. And on the way back, uh, flying back to America, uh, the dad said, uh, you know, so, so I wanted you to bring you out here so you can see how blessed we are, how wealthy we are compared to other people who live so poorly. And uh, the boy was uh, kind of quiet for a little while and said, well, you know, the way I see it is, uh, you know, we have fences and they have open communities. You know, we, uh, we buy our food at the grocery store. Uh, they go and hunt their own food. Um, you know, we, we go in our house and play games, and they go outside and enjoy nature. Uh, in other words, what he was saying was, listen, I think they're a lot wealthier than we are because those are things that were important to him. And so as we go into the story about the two, the two uh, wolves, you've got to realize, what's your standard? See, on the story of the two wolves, if you only feed one of them, you're missing something. Because there are two wolves inside of us, and one will turn on the other. Uh, if you don't feed an animal for a long time, it'll become uh, a scavenous, you know, a scavenger, uh, a ravenous. It'll become a carnivore. It'll eat its young. There's, a, there's a ants, killer ants that they'd found in a, a bunker, a, a nuclear silo in Russia. And they're called, uh, what is it, carnivorous or uh, when you eat each other. I can't think of what it's called again, when you uh, eat your own people. Uh, um, she's cannibalistic. They're called cannibal ants. 
Why? Because they lived in this bunker with no food source. And so what they realized is they actually wound up eating their own dead bodies of the, the other ants so to survive. And so this is why this is so important. First of all, we got to figure out what our standard is. Is your standard success? Is it to redeem the day? Is it to live your life like it matters? You know, I go back to the book, the good book, Ephesians 5. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. You know, there's an old saying, you know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, then it must be a duck. You know, in Galatians 5 tells us easily, the fruit of the Spirit, for those of us that are living a successful life, we're, we're demonstrating love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, right? That's my standard. That's why when I'm doing that, I believe I'm living my life like it matters. I believe when I'm doing that, that I'm hitting the mark. I believe when I'm doing that, I'm at the highest level of living. I'm not surviving. I'm not focused on my own success. I am focused on significance. And so I got these two articles um, uh, from the web. Uh, one is by a man by the name of Diane Young, and the other one is from this thing called Fearless Motivation. Uh, fearlessmotivation.com. Didn't realize how much there was on these story about the two wolves. And the guy goes and he shares the story about the two wolves, Deanne Young. And he says the first lesson is the fight is eternal. This is one thing you got to get. We never stop being under construction. We're always working. And, you know, denial is not a river in Egypt. And we know if one of us is capable, we're all capable. If one of us is capable of doing evil, we're all capable of doing evil. I'm amazed at how many people hate other people for doing things that they are okay with themselves doing. So we got to realize that this battle never goes away. This is a constant battle. You're never going to get over the battle. you got to be paying attention to the two, the two wolves. And what you got to realize is change takes place with a step. You know, uh, uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a step. Small actions build momentum. you got to start somewhere. Listen to this radio show. Go into training. Working on yourself daily. And then we're going to go after the break and talk about those two wolves. What are the two wolves inside of each and every person? And why would you feed both of them? And this is very important to address because if when you feed both of them, you take control of both of them. And when you have control of both of them, then you can truly make sure uh, that you are on the right course. And that course is called success. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. 
checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, I'm suggesting that we feed both wolves. Right, we're talking about the story of the two wolves, right? There's the, the, the grandfather's teaching his grandson about the, the battle that's when each and every human being, and he says there are two wolves inside of me. One is negativity, bitterness, anger, uh, loathing, resentment, pound of flesh, wreck or wrong, whatever the words are. And the other one is positive, it's kind, it's loving, it's putting other people's first, it's compassionate, it's understanding. And upon hearing about this, the the grandson was just a little shocked. And he says, Grandpa, uh, which one of these wins? And the old Cherokee tradition says, the the grandfather replied, the one that you feed. But I want you to know that there is a a different side of the story. And the concept is to feed both wolves. See, in the Cherokee world, there's another version of the story. I found it out as I did a little bit of research. Remember, I'm the Tangent King. Remember, Metaphor Man and Tangent King, that's me. And he says, there's a different story, and it ends this way. So the old Cherokee simply replied, if you feed them right, they both win. And the story goes on. You see, if I only choose to feed the white wolf, the black one will be hiding around every corner, waiting for me to become distracted or weak and to jump to get the attention he craves. He will always be angry, and we always fight the white wolf. But if I acknowledge him, he is happy, and the white wolf is happy, and we all win. For the black wolf has many qualities, tenacity, courage, fearlessness, strong-willed, and great strategic thinking that I have need of at times. These are the very things the white wolf lacks. But the white wolf has compassion, caring, strength, and the ability to recognize what is in the best interest of all. 
You see, son, the white wolf needs the black wolf at his side. To feed only one would starve the other, and they will become uncontrollable. To lead and care for both means that they will serve you well and do nothing that is not a part of something great or something good, something of life. Don't you hear it? He's saying something of your path of success. Feed them both, and there will be no more internal struggle for your attention. And when there is no battle inside you, you can listen to the voices of deeper knowledge that will guide you in choosing what is right in every circumstance. Peace, my son, is the Cherokee mission in life. A man or a woman who has peace inside is everything. A man or a woman who is pulled apart by the war inside him or her has nothing. See, there is this war waging inside of us. And to pretend it's not going on is silly. You're going to lose it. You know, Paul, uh, you know, the greatest Christian outside Jesus Christ who ever lived, talked about the old man and the young man, the new spirit and the old spirit, uh, new wine into old wineskins. Don't you hear it? Uh, if you want to truly find the kingdom of God, you must be born again, a second birth of spirit. The first one was of water. And so when you understand and to pretend that there is no battle going on, you're losing the battle. There's a battle waging inside of us. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, even, what do you think, Muslims? I study the Quran. What do you think jihad is? Jihad is supposed to be a personal struggle. Now, the Haditha, you know, which is just basically traditions of man and second, third-hand information, it's kind of like if if I told the producer a story, and then the producer told Lee the story, and then Lee told Bob the story, and then Bob told Nick the story, and then Nick said, well, I, here's what Scott said. Here's what Mr. Black said. Now, he didn't hear me say that, but there was five versions down the route that he said, well, Scott told this guy who told this guy who told this guy who told this guy who then I heard it from. That's what the Hadith is. And so outside of the Hadith where it's talked about this jihad where if you, if you commit jihad, then you get 70 virgins in heaven, that, that's not in the Quran. 70% of the Quran comes from the Bible. Uh, 30% of it's interesting, uh, but 70% of it comes from the Bible. So even, even people have different beliefs, religious beliefs, understand that there's this war waging young uh, you look at the great philosophers, look at the great psychologists of our time, whether they talk about the id, the ego, and the super id, right? Again, we're talking about battle. Dr. Eric Burns uh, with transactional analysis talk about the different ego states, the parent, the child, and the adult. And uh, when they're warring. And so you got to realize that there's this battle going on. And, and you got to understand that we are multidimensional creatures, and to pretend that there is no battle means you're losing the battle. There's good and evil. There's right and wrong. I mean, I've had, I have some good days. I have some bad days. How about you? And yet I'm the same person. And there are sometimes if someone were to see me, uh, they might wonder if I've ever been to a training called Like It Matters, the training I wrote and have taught for 28 years. And there are other times people put me on a pedestal and think I'm a demigod. I'm not either one, but I vacillate back and forth between the two. You know, some people think I'm a, I'm a great servant of God. Some people think I'm El Diablo himself. So which one am I? You know, I got a little bit of both. And if I deny the one, it's a lie, and I don't build it up. And so we've got to work on our strengths and weaknesses. And to be honest with you, some of our weaknesses are strengths to an overabundance. You know, there's an old saying out there that when you, the only tool in your toolbox is a hammer, you treat every problem as a nail. 
And so my focus is one of my greatest assets. I'm an incredibly focused man. You know what one of my weaknesses attributes is? My focus. Because I could beat a dead horse. I could ride a metaphor until you get sick of it. I could be a tangent king. Do I go on so many tangents? I'm starting right back where I started from. Anybody get my point? So we got to be careful. My passion is one of my greatest strengths. And over the history of my life, my passion has been one of my greatest weaknesses. One of the things I'm so good at is I live in the now moment. I've experienced more life in my 54 years on this planet than some people that in the Bible that have lived for, that lived for six, 700 years. And yet, that strength of mine to live in the now moment is also at times my greatest weakness. Because when you're in the now moment, that's all you have. It's like the Geico commercial with the little gecko when he's on the side of the road, he's got a flat tire, and he freaks out. I've got a flat tire. My kids and Val used to laugh whenever they saw that commercial because they go, Val would look at my kids and go, there's your dad. <laughs> there's your dad right there. He's the little gecko guy. Because when you're in the now moment and your pen's out of ink, Oh my gosh, life is ending. The world is over. My pen is out of ink. Right? So you got to realize, and the only reason we won't admit our weakness is because we're insecure. We feel guilty. Tomorrow, like I said on the show, I'm going to cover that most people feel they're not enough. Why do you think a lot of people won't accept a walk with the God of the Bible, Jesus Christ, because they don't want to feel guilty. They don't want to believe they're a sinner. They don't want to believe that they need saving because they're tired of not being enough. And here's some other thing. I'm a bad person. I'm this. I'm that. And they're so insecure, so tired of life piling on them that they don't want to take that step, uh, that journey, because they don't want to feel bad. I'm going to tell you right now, pain is a great motivator. Boy, when you feel bad enough, you'll do something different. And so one of the things as leaders, we, got, we can't remove people's consequences. Because if we constantly remove people's consequences, people never get to experience pain, and then they never do something different. Well, Paul, why are you kicking against the goads? And so you've got to realize that there are two wolves. And then I got this story. Uh, this is great from Fearless Motivation, uh, fearlessmotivation.com. And it actually says, uh, the story of two wolves teaches us that our future, our destiny is in our control. It's up to you to feed your courage. It's up to you to feed your mind everything it needs to achieve success and contentment in life. And it actually breaks down the two wolves. I love it. Into the fear wolf and the courage wolf. I love that. And he says the fear wolf. Inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Dale Carnegie said that. He said, the, the guy, this is from Fearless Motivation, says, we deal with fear, wolf, every day. Fear tells us that we cannot get a better job. We don't deserve a loving relationship or we cannot get a good physique. It is because of fear people never take a chance on their dreams. And it is because of fear most people never express their love fully. But all fear tells us is lies. The problem occurs when most people give their power away. When they hear the fearful voice inside their head, they succumb to the fear. That's why I teach about reframing. That's why I teach about holding your thoughts captive. That's why I teach about truth therapy. You can put in all different contexts, all different metaphors, analogies, but it's the same thing. Now, the courage wolf. You got to know courage. By definition, courage can only be in the presence of fear. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, whatever you do, you need courage. 
Whatever course you decide upon, there's always someone to tell you that you're wrong. There are always difficulties arising that, att- that tempt you to believe your critics are right. See, the second wolf is courageous, loving, and generous. It wants to create great things in the world and sees the good in everything. It tells us that greatness exists inside each and every one of us, and we can become the person of our dreams. It fills up with positivity and empowers us with self-belief. That is what I do. But I also bring the second wolf. I also shine a mirror on you. Because, you know, when I uh, I did some work with the uh, uh, Air Force Academy, and I did a firewalk course in uh, at, in the Fort, uh, what is it, Fort Carson, Colorado? No, it's uh, Fort Collins, I think it is, wherever the Air Force Academy is in Colorado. And so I did a firewalk with about uh, 40 of their top soldiers, and there was an awards banquet afterwards. I gave a speech, uh, gave out some awards. It was wonderful. I thought I did a great job. Went back to my room, go to the bathroom. I go in the sink to wash my hands. I look up, and I smile at myself, say, good job. And I see this big old green piece of broccoli stuck in my tooth. It looked like a stalk of broccoli. It looked like the little green giant was in my tooth, in my mouth. And as I replayed the evening over, I ate dinner uh, before I gave my hour presentation. And I purposely smile. I purposely smile so that people don't think I eat my young because I'm an intense man. And so as I replayed the evening over for the last hour and a half, I purposely smiled, big old Brent smile, and all people saw was this big old stalk of broccoli stuck in my tooth. And I'm going, oh my gosh, I sure would have loved for someone to tell me. See, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to get a stock of, of broccoli stuck in your tooth and no one telling you. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you the good. I'm here to tell you the bad. We've got to feed both wolves. We've got to top down the fear wolf, and we've got to talk up the courage wolf. And after the break, I'll go into a principle that will help us do that. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish, and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish, and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life along with the ability to achieve. 
Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb, not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kloharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And we still got one leadership awakening class uh, this year. If you want to have the best Thanksgiving of your life, if you want to have the best Christmas ever, if you want to truly enjoy the holidays, uh, November 21st through 23rd, we'll be in Minneapolis, St. Paul. We always start Thursday. Uh, you need to be at the hotel by 4 o'clock. It's a 48-hour retreat, uh, and I guarantee you, your life will be totally different. You will learn more about yourself in two and a half days than you've learned about yourself up until now. I'll tell you that right now. We'll take a look at our belief systems. We will revisit them to make sure they're supporting us with who we are today, not who we were when we were six years old. Uh, and your life will be ever change. You want a better marriage? Uh, you want more peace? You want more happiness? You want to know who you are and why you're here? Uh, go to likeitmatters.net. That's November 21st through 23rd. And that's what this radio show is about. One, to kind of help you if you've been through my training to keep it going. Uh, and two, if you haven't yet been to my training, you should go uh, to help you process that noodle, that noggin, because we need to change our thinking if we're going to change our world. Uh, and so you can listen to this radio show twice a day, uh, many different ways. In Minneapolis, St. Paul, you can listen 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then we replay 5 to 6 p.m. So just go to your AM dial there in Minneapolis, St. Paul, AM 1570. And some new exciting news coming out about AM 157, uh, 1570 in the next couple of weeks. So be listening for it. Uh, you can also go to iHeartRadio. Uh, we have listeners all over the world in Sao Paulo, Brazil, in China, and Russia, in every state in this union. And they do that through uh, iTunes. I'm sorry, uh, i uh, iRadio. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so if you go to, uh, um, what is it, uh, go to iTunes, uh, you can subscribe to likeitmattersradio.com. If you go to iRadio, I think it's called iRadio. Why does that not sound right? It doesn't sound right at all. Thank you. I thank you. appreciate that, Mr. Producer. iHeartRadio, thank you. Uh, because of our affiliation with uh, um, Minneapolis, you can just query Wellness Radio 1570. See, live radio. Uh, boy, sure glad I got a guy in my ear talking to me because otherwise, that, 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 that. And uh, that's why I'm not more famous, right? So uh, listen in. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to it at your own leisure uh, in podcast form. Uh, we've got four or five months on there. So I, I'm going to close out this last segment with uh, uh, something I found, uh, and it's called Seven Philosophies for a Native American Man. And, you know, as I read this and was finding this, uh, uh, you know, I was just impressed uh, with the people that were here in this country before 
uh, we came. Uh, just how right they were, and how much they had down, and and how they lived their lives. And uh, we can learn a lot, a lot from our indigenous people. We can learn a lot from our Native American brethren. Uh, and before I do that, though, I had to think, oh, my gosh, is someone going to say it's cultural appropriation? That is one of the silliest things I've ever heard. Have you ever heard the proverb, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery? That's what we used to believe in this world, right? It, it's, a, it's a huge flattery. It's when someone's so good that you want to be like them. The whole commercial, I, I want to be like Mike. I mean, so technically it would fall under cultural appropriation because Michael Jordan lived such a good life that other people want to be like that. So they they culturally appropriate Michael Jordan. I mean, that's silly. It's an imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Cultural appropriation is defined uh, as the adoption of elements of one culture by members of another culture. This can be controversial when members of a dominant. And this is what it comes to. This is the whole thing. Forget all the other stuff. What you're dealing with is what, what one people think is dominant and what one people think is minority. And right now, we want to attack anybody that might have been dominant and feel sorry for anybody who might have been in the minority. And so this is the change of thinking, and it ain't serving us well. Imitation is the serious form of flattery. I still believe that to this day. When we live our lives like it matters, uh, then other people want to live like that. They're not appropriating our lives. They're not doing that at all. They're saying, I want to be like you. I want to be like Mike. I want to live a good life. And so, man, leaders, at some point, some of us got to speak up. We're letting all these lies, all this bitterness, all this hatred, uh, and then we're shutting up because we're afraid that people won't like us, that people won't follow us on Facebook, that people won't watch our videos, that we won't be an influencer, that we won't get free money because we say something on Twitter and a million people get to see it. I think it's, it's such a harm. And so I got this, and I believe I got it from firstpeople.us. It's a Native American tribe website. And it says, seven philosophies for a Native American man. First philosophy to the woman. Uh, and it goes through. It says, uh, the cycle of life for women is the baby, girl, woman, grandmother. These are the four directions of life. She's been given by natural laws the ability to reproduce life, the most sacred of all things in life. Therefore, all men should treat her with dignity and respect. That goes on a lot more. Uh, and so, uh, but I'm not going to go into all that. You can email me at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com, M R period B L A C K at likeitmattersradio.com. This is a great piece. Love to send it to you. Uh, our forefathers uh, just did a great job. So he says, so from now on, I will treat women with in a sacred manner. He says, never was it our way to harm her mentally or physically. Indian men were never abusers. We always treat our women with respect and understanding. Second philosophy is to the children. As an eagle prepares its young to leave the nest with all the skills and knowledge it needs to participate in life, in the same manner, so I will guide my children. I will use the culture to prepare them for life. The most important thing I can give my children is my time. I will spend time with them in order to learn them and listen to them. I will teach my children to pray as well as the importance of respect. We are t the caretakers of the children uh, for the Creator. We are caretakers of the children for the Creator. They are His children, not ours. See how spiritual the Native Americans were? So incredible. Third philosophy, to the family. The Creator gave, us to the, uh, gave to us the family, which is the place where all teachings are handed down from the grandparent to the parent to the child. The children's behavior is a mirror of the parent's behavior. Did you hear that, leaders? 
The children's behavior is a mirror of the parents' behavior. Knowing this, I realize the importance for each Indian man to be responsible to the family in order to fulfill the need to build a strong and balanced family. Boy, white man, we could learn a lot from this, huh? Fourth philosophy is to the community. The Indian community provides many things for the family. The most important is the sense of belonging. That is to belong to the people and to have a place to go. Boy, ladies and gentlemen, there's so many people out there that are missing those two things. They don't have a sense of belonging, and they don't belong to the people. And that's my goal is to help people fit in. I'm one of those people that never fit in. I don't belong to anything. And so I understand the struggle. I understand not fitting in. I understand this. And so the fourth philosophy is to the community. The fifth philosophy is to the earth. Our mother earth is the source of all life. Whether it be plants, the two-legged, four-legged, winged ones, or human beings, the Mother Earth is the greatest teacher. If we listen, observe, and respect her, when we live in harmony with the Mother Earth, she will recycle the things we consume and make them available to our children. As an Indian man, I must teach my children how to care for the Earth so it is there for future generations. Sixth philosophy, to the Creator. As an Indian man, I realize we make no gains without the great spirit being being in our lives. See, I, I have a lot of Native American in me, undoubtedly. As an Indian man, I realize we make no gains without the great spirit being in our lives. That's so powerful. Neither I nor anything I attempt to do will work without our creator. Being Indian and being spiritual has the same meaning. Spirituality is our gift from the great one. This say, I vow to walk the red road. And the seventh philosophy is to myself. I will think about what kind of person I want to be when I'm an elder. I will start developing myself now to be this person. I will walk with the great spirit and the grandfathers at my side. I will develop myself to remain positive. I will develop a good mind. I will examine myself daily to see what I did good and what I need to improve. Do you see both wolves there? I will examine myself daily to see what I did good and what I need to improve. There are both wolves. We've got to deal with both. We can't pretend we're all this great this. we got weaknesses. we got flaws. we got times that we can be less than. And that sells us short. we got to focus on those areas to build those up. That's what I do in my training. I create an environment where people can take a 100% honest look at themselves. And this level of honesty is in relation to, to every role they play in their life, to be a better boss, a better coworker, a better team player, a better spouse, a better parent, a better Muslim, a better Christian, a better Jew, whatever those roles are in your life. We have you take this personal inventory. Take a look at your strengths and your weaknesses. We have you reinforce the strengths, minimize the softeners. Do you hear it? Those are both wolves. We're feeding both wolves. We're not pretending one wolf doesn't exist because that starving wolf will attack the other one. And then it's going to be chaos, that internal struggle. Each day, each day, I will listen for the Creator's voice in the wind. I will watch nature and ask to be shown a lesson which will occur on my path. I will seek our, our, the guiding principles which guided my ancestors. I will walk in dignity, honor, humility, conduct myself as a warrior. I will seek the guidance of the elders so that I may maintain the knowledge of culture, ceremonies, and songs, and so that I may pass these on to future generations. I choose to do all these things myself because no one else can do them for me. I know I cannot give away what I don't have. So I will need to learn to walk the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, let me help you become the man or woman that you were created to be. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does.
Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS. Impact ID Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS ID one two eight two three one. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call eight five five six five seven ninety nine ten for licensing terms and restrictions. Attention, homeowners! With a strong housing market, if you bought a home more than a year ago, chances are you have equity in your home. And with one call to Cash Call Mortgage, that equity can mean cash in your pocket. The cash you need for the upcoming holidays, to remodel your home, or just keep in your pocket. The timing to take advantage of your home's equity has never been better. The Fed's just lower interest rates. So if you have an interest rate higher than 2.99%, give us a call to see if we can lower your monthly mortgage payment and get you the cash you need. At Cash Call Mortgage, we're a direct lender and we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing cost. The holidays are coming fast, so get the extra cash you need now. For a free quote to see if you qualify, call Cash Call Mortgage at 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800 990 